Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody. Welcome back to the Illus Podcast. Uh, I'm right now. I'm in my home office, and I kind of wish I was live in my car. It's a very quiet, nice sound space, and I want to start episodes where I be, could be like, "I'm live in the Lincoln." But, <laughs> anyways, uh, welcome my co-host Roni. Roni, what's up? Hey guys, it's me. <laughs> to- this this past week's been a pretty good week for us. Uh, we've been doing pretty well. Um, Roni has a wisdom teeth surgery this coming up, right? Yes, sir. Wednesday, wisdom teeth removal. So she will be high as a kite. Can't wait to see how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyways, we're, we're just going to jump right into it today. We kind of wanted to talk about, you know, d- do people understand, like, what cancer patients, chronic illness patients go through like do people understand like an outlier um and so we're just going to kind of start off there and um roni what do you think do they understand i think absolutely not like easy (laughs) answer um like i feel like if you haven't gone through anything serious whether that be like a surgery even or any sort of pain whether that be physical or emotional um you can't really fathom what it is that someone like like us goes through. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like an example of this, an extreme example of this is um, it might not even that be, it might not be that extreme, honestly, but um, someone that, you know, knows me very well, I'm close with told me in the past that I um, am lazy uh, or not trying hard enough to walk normally again or run or something like that Mm -hmm. um and first of all that's you know they couldn't be more wrong um because I'm trying like with every piece of me um plus more yeah uh, to get there but um you know to everything that we say to someone who hasn't been through it um it just sounds I say I'm exhausted like I can't get out of bed sounds like an exaggeration because to them they're get out of bed um mm. to me when i say i'm exhausted i mean i physically I, I can't move a muscle and it's hard for me to even form a sentence a complete yeah. sentence sure. um and um my close friend actually told me something really similar that she also thought um that i was you know not trying hard enough that if she was in my position she would have done so much more uh, yeah to- get to where I want to be. Um, and, and, uh, after being with me, um, almost every day for a while, she realized that she was wrong and she noticed that I actually was pushing myself, not even a hundred percent, but 120%. And like, I wanted to make that clear, um, to anyone who, who sees me, um, from the outside or even like close people, you know, in my life that might not recognize this, but I am giving my all 24 seven, even on days where I'm not doing much. Like I'm, I'm, you know, there are days where I allow myself, you know, time to recover because I, I need that time just so I can work just as hard the next day. Mm -hmm. Um, but, but yeah, I'm giving 120% of myself at all times. Um, and if I'm not, I'll say that, you know, I'll yeah. like, I'm going through a hard time. I can't right now, but 
yeah. you know, that's rare and I'm only human. Um, but I also wanted to tell people that are in our position um, that hear this from other people, you know, whether that be a family member yeah. or a friend or someone who doesn't know you, a complete stranger, um, you need to do what's right for you. And I know that sometimes I, or a lot of, often I um, push myself past my limits because I want to prove to the people around me that I am trying my hardest. Like, even yeah. if it, I want I've them to that. see it. Yeah, yep. I want them yep. to see it. And and I regret, do almost always I regret it because the next day I can't move, you know, yeah. or the next day I'm, I'm just shot. I'm done. My body yeah. is giving up. And I'm like, why did I do that now? I have to take a week off rather than, you know, if I just, you know, did what I could do. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I just wanted to say that uh, you just got to do you, you know, people are always going to have something to say, whether they mean something to you or they don't mean something to you. You still got, you need to matter more to yourself, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like your, your own definition of what a hundred percent is matters more than theirs. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And, and like, as you're talking about this, Roni, I kind of think about the times when I was like in the hospital, right. And my mom would be there with me. And, uh, I, I think there's a level of pushing that is appropriate, right? Like my mom would kind of be like, Hey, like we at least need to get up and walk today or like, Hey, like yeah, yeah. I need you to at least eat something. Right. Like, yeah. I think there's an appropriate amount of pushing that, you know, the, the people outside of you in the actual situation sure. can say, and that's okay. Sure. Um, but like you said, Roni, I think it's I think it's more uh, make sure that you do what's best for you and like do the best that you can, not what someone else's best is, you know, because yeah. and we're not trying to bag on the lay people here. Like, no, we're not no, trying no. to bag on the people that, you know, are like, oh, like, because I was exactly like that prior, you know, to being having cancer or anything like that. I'd be like, these people should be doing more like if I was if I was in their shoes, if I was dying every day, I'd be trying to live my life to the fullest. And I'd be doing all this crazy yeah. stuff. Hell no, you wouldn't, man. I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. Hell no, you I, I agree. I feel like it's only natural to feel that way because you have all of this energy. Like when, you know, if you're healthy and stuff like that, you have all this energy and all of this. Um, yeah. I was just going to say a word in Hebrew. I forgot it in English. But anyway, <laughs> um, basically, you can't, you just can't fathom what it, what it is yeah. to be in someone else's shoes that's yeah. going through something really hard. Um, and, and that's okay. And even sometimes people who, like my family members who see me on a daily basis and know exactly what I'm going through. Yeah. Say something like, why can't you just do this today or something? And I'm like, hello, like you see me, like you shouldn't, yeah. I, you feel like you shouldn't have to keep explaining yourself. Yeah. But I, but I do, I do understand where they're coming from, but this was more for, uh, I guess the patients listening and um, how to like protect themselves. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And like, I forgot what I was going to say, but it's, it's actually really, <laughs> we both got chemo brain on lock right now. Um, All day, every day. It, it's really interesting that we're having this conversation though, because Amy and I were talking like uh, this past week and we we're talking about how, you know, if people were in our situation, correct? Like if they were to actually put themselves in our shoes, you know, a lot of people say not only that, you know, if I was able, you know, if I was in their situation, I'd do so much more. But they also kind of say, like, I could handle that or, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I don't know, just just context that kind of just states that they, they would be fine in your situation. Mm -hmm. And um, in reality or like 
the opposite. They say, I don't know how you could go through this. Right. Or yeah. like, how could you handle all those doctor's appointments? I could yeah, never. I could never right? do that. Like, I could never. I don't, I don't even get up in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And what people don't understand is like that becomes our new normal, right? Like I've had people reach out to me and they're just my buddies. They're my friends. They're like, man, I don't know how you get so many blood tests. Like I would be like, yeah. I hate needles, you know? And I'm just like, man, like, honestly, like I used to hate needles, but like at some point your body just adapts, like you, yeah. your whole mindset, your whole life just adapts to this new lifestyle that you yeah. have. And yeah, Amy and I were kind of just talking about this. Um, you know, she suffers from chronic pain, me just with like leukemia or all that stuff in the past and stuff. And so it's just, um, yeah, just kind of think about like the things that you're saying to these patients, because, you know, in reality, you probably would be okay. Like if, if any of my friends were to get it, like, I'm sure you would react just as I do. You'd fight for your life yeah. and everything like that. Um, but uh, yeah. yeah, it's just, it's really interesting um, when you're an outsider, how you perceive uh, the chronic illness world. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. And I feel like that sort of kind of leads us to, um, our next topic, which is that like people don't really understand or uh, realize what they have until it's gone. Um, yeah. And I was thinking about this this week because I was just like thinking about the things that I can't do and, and thinking about like just imagining, Oh, whoa, saying that I just got emotional. Just imagine <laughs> the day or something that I would get so, some sort of functions back and what it yeah. would feel like. And I felt like, yeah. I, I can't even explain it. Just like, as if I just like, it's emotional. touched a rainbow. Like, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. You, literally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, um, and not having to worry about like your physicality in any way. And just like that daydream that I have a lot where I see people like walking so naturally and not worrying about like if they have something to grab or something. And, and, and I, um, I, I, I got a little jealous and stuff like that. And I was thinking yeah. to myself, you know, like, I really wish people were able to realize what they had before they lost it. You know, yeah. like I wish that I did that. I mean, I was really young, so maybe at that age you can't do that yet, but uh, at yeah. the age that we're at now, I feel like you can start to do that. And I was thinking, and I had this like random thought, I was like, people should have like something taken away from them for a year and then given back to them just so they can appreciate it. Because people don't appreciate, I mean, not actually, but um, people don't yeah. actually appreciate what they have until it's gone and or until it's way too late, you know, when they're 80 years old um, and yeah. um, are losing some physicality or like strength or um health um and yeah, I, I don't know how you how I, you feel about that yeah I think you know with you discussing that I, I really think it's hard to actually to truly and genuinely appreciate what you have until you face some sort of adversity right yeah and so I mean that could be that could be the illness that could be relationship that could be a career you get fired from your career you know yeah and then you realize you know maybe this is maybe that job. I, maybe I love that job, you know, or, um, with like an illness, like, like you, Roni, you'd love to, let's say run again, right? Yeah. Like just walk outside and be able to just go for a jog. Yes. Right. Um, 
like we do, I don't think we are able to access that actual gratitude, access that actual appreciation for what we once had until we face that either. It doesn't even have to be loss, right? I mean, it could be, no, it, it's mostly loss because th- that then you can get a true sense of the value yeah. or how much you value it. Yeah. And um, yeah, that's, it's like, wow. That's, yeah. yeah. It's like, pain. go ahead. It's like pain without pain. You can't really um, appreciate like happiness or. Yeah. Um, it, no. Yeah. yeah. Okay. This is getting deep. Yeah. It's almost like the, in order to get the happiness, right. You have to exchange or like, in order to pay for happiness, you have to buy it with pain or suffering, yeah. <laughs> which sucks, right? Well, like, literally. Like that. Like, I'm trying to think of it in like an, an exchange sense, or no. like if you're, you know, money and buying something, right? Like, no, no, I, I get that. Um, it's like sometimes when I'm feeling too happy for too long, I'm like, oh shit, something bad's about to happen. <laughs> like I, I know that I need like something is, it's about to flip, you know. Like, a, yeah, yeah, like yeah. my, my luck's about to run out sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, it's so hard not to think that way. Right. Like, I think a lot of people have that sensation where they're like, yeah, my luck's going to run out. Like things have been going too well recently. Yeah. Right. But one, I don't, I don't think that's a way to like, you should really tr- avoid that thinking mentality. Right. Because For sure. oftentimes it, it ends up just being how you perceive it. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And, and how you look at it. If you believe that something bad's going to happen, if you feel like your luck's running out, like, yeah, something is probably going to turn and you're going to immediately think, Oh, this is if your tire goes flat, right. Yeah, this you're is like, it. this is my this luck is running it. out. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. You know? And like, and then you're, then everything just spirals downhill yeah. from there. Right. You're going to be manifesting so, your own bad luck. By, like, your thinking. Own bad luck. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And so it's really important to kind of keep that perception of, um, just being grateful for the things that you have and et cetera, and not wishing that bad luck. My, my therapist always calls it fortune telling. He goes, never fortune tell because don't matter the situation. Like there's probably good in it and it all depends on what you focus on. So I completely agree. Yeah. I agree with that too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you have anything to add about that or no, that's it. Okay. Continue on. Yeah. Next thing that I wanted to talk about today um, was sort of, this isn't me, right? I mean, okay, let me talk about it first. <laughs> Resentment <laughs> of people um, who aren't experiencing, like, the bad shit that you're going through, the pain, the yeah. suffering, all of that. Um, yeah, this is like, this is like everything we discussed, but the patient side of it all, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, basically, I'm not like this now. Uh, I don't have, I don't, really deal with this other than I do have an example for 2020, but I'll start with like uh, a few years back, um, back when I was sicker and I, um, I didn't have good friends, like the good friends that I have today, at least. Um, Mm -hmm. and, uh, I would totally resent people or I don't know if it's resentment, but I would be jealous of all the people who are doing the things that I want to do. And that's like full time in college or high school. Um, going to prom, going to, going out, going to parties, um, like enjoying their youth basically. Um, and thankfully I'm at a place now where I have like amazing friends and I'm living my best life. And like, I don't 
Hell yeah. Like to, I don't really deal with this specific issue, but during 2020 COVID specifically, I noticed um, that I, you know, I would get jealous of people posting on social media that they're going out and having fun. And um, so there's two sides to that coin. Like I, on one hand, I'm jealous. I wish I could be doing that. And on the other hand, I'm like, ah, this is like so messed up. Like, why aren't you thinking about the actual people who are vulnerable at home who you could be, like you could be killing someone right now, you know, (laughs) by partying and like, um, you know, getting sick not if, you're, if you were to cross paths with them exactly. And like, yeah exactly yeah um so i just want to talk about that because i feel like that's a very common thing just like resenting um your healthy peers no yeah i i would completely agree with that and i guess from my own experience right from my story mm-hmm. um i experienced this a lot the summer that i got diagnosed um i noticed a lot of my friends going to concerts like one of my favorite things to do folks is go to like a country concert or a concert that's outdoors and like listen to music and be around your good friends and good people and just like have fun. Yeah. Like literally one of my favorite things. And I was watching all my friends do this and I was just almost sick to my stomach jealous of like them being able to do this and go have fun. And I'm like, but I'm stuck here in the hospital. Like I can't do anything. Yeah. And it, it is hard. Like it, it, the jealousy and like, I don't think I, I like what you said, jealousy over resentment, because I think resentment kind of comes with a negative connotation that we like hate the people yeah, that exactly. are doing it's it. Not but like, like resentment. Y- yeah, um, but we don't really go ahead. Yeah. Like if it's your friends, obviously not resentment. It's more like jealousy. Yeah. But sometimes I yeah. feel like it, it can also be resentment if it's like not your friends. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Yeah. Not... yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, no, I agree. But and then like, like, but I will say, like, my good friends and just everyone now, seeing them progress in life and different things like that, it's so, it, even now, it's difficult, right? You know, I'm, I'm 23, year old, 23 years old. All of my friends have graduated. They have at least some sort of career going on, and they live on their own, right? And I am 23 years old, living at home, just now getting a part-time job and, like, you know, haven't even finished school yet. Yeah. So it's just, like this whole other world but like it's crazy i know it's crazy what can happen in two years and i try to remind myself of that because like i know that i can do a lot in just one year um but yeah there's just like this whole other aspect of us you know feeling that resentment kind of feeling that jealousy of well i could be here but i'm not it's also like comparing ourselves like i know we always tell ourselves we shouldn't do that but social media is like the first thing that comes to head when you compare yourself because it's so easy to do on it sorry for the cut out there folks but all i was saying was that we tend to compare ourselves when it comes to social media right it's like the biggest culprit of all of that and that's where for we as patients feel the resentment and jealousy now that's not on that's not any issue of anybody else but ourselves as patients right like we probably just shouldn't compare ourselves and we shouldn't pay attention to that stuff but we're simply just telling you guys that it's difficult sometimes because we want to enjoy our youth too as young adults and we want to go out and we want to um, mm-hmm. go to a concert or go to dinner with a fr- like it's it's even the most basic things right yeah. like just even dinner like yeah. seeing or like seeing a couple do their thing or um, some friends going out for tacos like we're like damn that would be so fun but, yeah yeah um, 
another topic that I personally wanted to get into um, this week as well was as a post transplant patient, you know, I just told you guys about how my friends are kind of out living their own lives or doing their own thing. Now I'm finding that I, I feel like I just want friends again. And for me in my current situation, I'm 23 years old. I'm living at home. You know, all my friends, like I said, living on their own, doing their own thing. And I live about an hour and a half away from most, if not all my friends. And that makes it very difficult on me, on my part, to be able to go out there and do things for them to extend an invite to me, you know, to do stuff for them to want me to be a part of that because they know I have to drive and they don't want to like, <laughs> I don't know, they don't, they don't want that probably on their conscience they yeah. that they, you know, uh, have to invite me or whatever. But um, like, have you any, had an experience with that Roni? Like what is, what is your take? Yeah. So, um, so two separate situations um, now and back when I was sick, but I'll start with when I was sick. When I was sick, um, I remember that uh, we may have spoken about this before on the podcast, but I felt like my, you know, my, my friends, you know, they were amazing for the most part, but at the same time, we were so young, they didn't really know, you know, I, I don't think that they knew the right way to act. And when I was home from the hospital and I was still in a wheelchair, but I was, you know, I, I was back and I was able to see friends and do things again. Mm-hmm. I remember, um, or I don't, my mom reminded me of this, like not too long ago, um, that I, you know, they would have parties and they would do all these things and they wouldn't invite me. And mm-hmm. I was like down the street. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and my mom said, you know, she asked me like, why aren't you going to so-and-so's party? And I said, you know, they, they didn't invite me. They, they don't want me there. I'm a burden to them, yeah. um, which is like so sad. I'm sure I, I know that back then it killed me inside and I was really depressed and um, it hurt me a lot because I, I understood where they were coming from. Like I was, I did feel like a burden. Um, yeah. I, I still feel like I was and, and sometimes am. Um, and so I, I get where they're coming from. Um and you just wondered, want the invite. Yeah, but I, I wanted the invite. Um, I, I honestly would have gone, but I, at the same time, I, I probably wouldn't have gone because I would have felt like a burden. But I yeah. still, you still want that invite. And yeah. to, um, to what you were saying about, like, wanting friends now, um, yeah, like, I have um, my close circle of, of friends um, that are important to me. Mm-hmm. And, but at the same time, um it's very hard for me to make real friends, especially girls um, now, yeah. um, being disabled and stuff like that. Like my dad, we were talking about how the winter is really rough for me in New York and um, I need to move somewhere warm like Cali or just somewhere with good weather. Um, yeah. And I was trying to like explain to him that, you know, for me, friends is a big part of my life and it's very hard for me to make girlfriends because why would you want to make why would you want to become friends with someone who you're going into it knowing that they are limited and what they can do like that you need to hold their hand if you guys are going out like you know what I mean yeah like it takes uh, a special person right like it takes it takes special people to like fulfill that friendship right but there's no place to really meet these people especially if you're like at home or at doctor's appointments all the time Um, yeah so, yeah, I understand where you're coming from, that it's just hard. I feel like for you, um, you're, like, really charismatic and, like, 
you physically are, are better and stuff. So you, I think it would be easier I for you. I can try to find them. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. I think that you would be able to. I think every person would want to be your friend. <laughs> thank you i appreciate that uh no yeah and like like online friendships are great yes like i get it covid and everything but i think i just i think i want just like a friend to like go work on you know podcast stuff with or like or go work on like if they're gonna study and i'll work on something right like i want someone mm-hmm. to kind of fulfill that and like have someone nearby rather than someone so far away someone who like you said invites you to things and stuff like that so like you have I don't know a little bit of more of a closer social life to home than just you can just be like let's go get drinks (laughs) right or like yeah like let's go pick up some hobbies you know or something like that I don't know let's go hiking is that a thing I don't know yes Um. it is definitely (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah, it's just it just makes things a little bit more difficult because I want to do these things and I want I think I think it would just help me mentally and emotionally just to have someone like that around and not yeah. have that distance to travel just to have that friendship. Um You know and what my there mom... is? Oh, no, continue. I'll tell you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Real quick, my mom today was just like, you know, is is are there people around and like or what'd she say? Like you should have them come here and meet you and like have them come up and see you. And I was like, mom, that's a great idea. But one, there's nothing to do here (laughs) Two, Like, I don't really have my own space. I live with my parents, like I said, for the 19th time now. (laughs) And um, that's just the reality of the situation, right? Like there, and I'm obviously going to work my ass off to get out of that, but, um, but no, it's just the reality right now. No pressure. pressure. That's right. That's right. But yeah, it's just, I I just don't think it's as plausible right now. And, you know, I know some of my friends are in town and they're doing their thing. And, you know, like my friend Brady, he's a farmer. So it's, it's harvest season right now. So he's extremely busy. And like, that's just, you know, it's, it's those things. So what were you going to say though? I definitely cut you off. I was, no, no, I cut you off. Um, I was going to say, I was trying to figure out ways, like how can people meet friends in their area? And I, and I realized that there's something called but I don't really know how good it is. So if you, I don't know, like, I don't know if I'm recommending it, but like, maybe it's something to try. Like, this is not an ad people. <laughs> yeah, this is not an ad. Um, you know, you know, Bumble, like the dating app. Oh my God. So yeah. They have Bumble BFF or at least years ago they did. And it's for okay. meeting same sex friends. But at the same time, <laughs> now that I'm saying that out loud, I'm pretty sure I tried it once and like somebody it was, was like, awful. it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure it was awful. So maybe absolutely don't try that. Um, Amy, Amy and I were joking about that earlier today. <laughs> I, t- I talked to her about it. I no, talked to her about it. I was not. like, I just need, I need friends. And she's like, she's like, OMG, Bumble BFF. She's like, <laughs> I, she's like, I am an ambassador. And I was like, you are hell. Oh You're my God. I actually, I actually though, now that I think about it, I, wow, this is so long ago. I, I reconnected with an old friend that I didn't remember her at the time. And she was like, Roni, is yeah. that you? And I was like, whatever her name is. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, um, and yeah, and we reconnected and she just texted me yesterday and we like talk. Um, I, I still haven't been able to physically see her because of everything that's going on. But, um, yeah. and f- I was like for years, like going through stuff and we just didn't have time, but we text and, um, so some people might be, um, catfish, but otherwise there are some normal people on there. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel like, no, that's, it's interesting that we're having this discussion because my, my business entrepreneur mind goes to like an app or something that, you know, helps you like meet local people as a friendship rather than like a dating app. And I, yeah, I don't know. I feel like Bumble has the the stigma of relationships already. So there almost needs to be like a new app, right? That is like, we just do friendships. Like that's all we're here for. And just friendships. But yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. I I know people who on dating apps and like, I have done this before in the past when like, I wasn't, when I wasn't sure if I wanted to date someone, I'm like, I'm just here for friends. But honestly, I was actually looking to date, but I wasn't sure if I wanted to date that person. (laughs) But, um, but no, but sometimes it's real. Like I'm just looking for friends and, um, but you want like, for me, I want, more same sex friends because I feel like it's kind of easy to find out exactly yeah exactly no I I would agree if if, the friends that I'm talking about here folks is a same sex friend uh, like just like a bro like you know and it's um same that's (laughs) (laughs) but yeah I just feel like it would be nice to have um someone to just like talk to and hang out with and um yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe I just need to make more of an effort to just like go down to indie more or something like that as I start to feel better, you know, and have more energy, you know, just make an effort to go down there. You mean because... Indianapolis, correct? Indianapolis, okay. correct. I don't think anyone knows um, what that means. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You're right. <laughs> uh, to the big city folks uh, of the state that I live in, um, or just wherever there are friends, just try to reconnect and make an effort to see them yeah i don't know maybe reconnect with old friends yeah Yeah. that might be a good idea yeah okay but yeah yeah well we want to thank you all for listening uh it is fall time now october season uh spooky season and we have a few new merch drops that are going to be coming in hot here end of october early november we're looking at some hoodies some beanies and stuff like that so um hope you guys are ready for that the beanies i'm hoping we can get carhartt i know how popular that is among the girls so i will do my best but uh yeah um, i didn't know what that was but <laughs> I, I, yeah i already didn't know what that was at the beginning but that's okay um anyways uh thank you all for listening uh we will catch you guys next week and stay ill yeah, we love you stay ill bye guys <laughs> bye